This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Folks! This is Klaus Schwab of the Fourth Industrial Revolution, and we would like to thank Dustin Gold for almost being involved with the AI Foundation and helping to upload his comedians' minds into the AI cloud. But folks, we're going through the emails right now that I had back in 2018, back and forth with the AI Foundation and one of its employees, Rob Mallory, who we will feature on here soon i just flipped through the emails i I was going to stop with them but i think it is important for me to continue um going down this email chain because there is some important information inside here and again this is real inside intelligence that i am providing to you never published so uh, let me just, uh, let me pull it back up here and let's see. So I write him back. Remember, he tells me that uh, they can't provide us with the digital puppets of Obama and Trump. So I say, Rob, understandable, but basically kills what Ben had in mind. He was thinking $10,000 cash and a Trump and Obama that he could use for parody videos and possibly less cash if you could make a Clinton and Bush as well. Uh, we wanted puppets of all all those guys made for corporate events. Is there any way you'd be interested in making a deal where we'd get the work, record the audio, and you'd process the final video render on your end? That way you'd have the ability to protect what goes into the mouth, you know, which would alleviate his concerns on us abusing uh, politicians and uh, celebrities. We'd only be doing videos that are based on comedic material, and we'd have a disclaimer at the end of every video saying something like, thank you for watching a Ben Campbell comedy video. We will not be doing any political ads or anything that design, designed to deceive the viewer. We aren't looking to start a world war. <laughs> Which, it's funny, because when this technology came out and was first showcased, a lot of people believed that it would be used to start a world war. I never believed it would be used to start a world war. I thought it was going to be introduced into the lexicon so that people would not believe anything they hear and see. I had a quote a long time ago on a show that if you cannot um, fool the people 100% of the time, or if you cannot make the people believe you 100% of the time, make them disbelieve you 100% of the time, and in the end, they will eventually retreat and surrender. And so you will reach the same objective you will hit the same goal and so i never believed it would be used to start a world war although i am going to get into this in probably episode two or three of lars butler the fact that there have been videos that circulated over the last couple years of people like anthony fauci where you would see his neck uh scrambling uh and becoming pixelated on the news and people believe those were deep fake videos I personally um, do not put that past them. I've questioned many times why they are filming Joe Biden on a set. 
outside of the White House. Uh, the set would be easier to duplicate in deepfake type videos. I believe uh, there could be celebrities and others already using deepfake mind twin technology uh, for interviews for celebrity personalized videos. Um, I do not put that past them at all. I mean, why would they be developing this technology? And you will see celebrities like Richard Branson, who are actually already allowing AI Foundation to use their likeness, their voice, and their mind twins to develop apps and such around their image. So why would I not believe that they could use one of these on television with an interview with Anthony Fauci? Why wouldn't I believe that some of the talking heads we see on TV from Anderson Cooper to Tucker Carlson could be deepfake AI mind twin projections? I mean, why not? Why? I mean, if they have the technology, why would they not use it? Let me just go on with these emails because I think this is very, very valuable. In fact, this is so valuable. This stuff should have been probably put out on the hot wire, pain.tv's highest level, because this is personal personal information, personal intelligence. So, Rob, since you know the industry, is there someone within this community who you think would be interested in working with us on getting corporate videos going with Ben's super accurate voices? We only want to do presidents, starting with Trump and Obama, covers both right and left-leaning markets. As the celebrity market isn't fair to the celebrity, we don't want to and won't touch that market. So this is interesting because I'm going, at the time, remember, I don't really know who AI Foundation is and who's behind it. I mean, I have an idea, but I don't really know where they're going with this technology. And so here I'm asking them uh, as a way to alleviate their concerns and startup mode of spending too much cash up front to trade us for something that would be of value to us in trade for us providing the voiceovers to, um, to train their system. And so for you to see that they keep rejecting this in what was supposed to be a company that was going to make money off doing this deepfake technology, I think it's very important because you could actually start to see what their motives were going all the way back to my communications in 2018. Uh, I say it's a very simple process. One, I get the client job. Two, our comedy writer interviews the client and then writes the custom script. Three, Ben records the audio. Four, Ben sends the audio to the engineer. Five, the engineer does their magic and sends the rendered video to us. Six, we add the bumpers and overlays on our end. Seven, we send to the client. I'm not an expert, So I'm still not 100% sure how this works. I know some teams, Stanford and Munich, uh, those are two different universities that were working with deepfake technology, are using a webcam to capture the actor's face, which manipulates the target face. And I put the video in there. And others, University of Washington, seem to be doing it by dropping in the audio file alone, which then manipulates the target face. The video you shared with us of Obama. Again, still not sure how much work goes into creating the initial target. So as you can see, I kind of know what I'm talking about back then. Um, You see why I'm so interested in this type of technology today and why I've gone on to investigate this type of technology because I was introduced to it through my work and then got more into it later when I realized that this technology was being utilized to build a future prison planet and to create AI twins of real life 
humans that will eventually replace us. Uh, I go on to say all of the demos I've seen, and I've only watched a limited number, seem to be either A, transferring audio from the source video to the target video, the Obama video you shared with us, or B, manipulating the target video using the source actor, but with no sound. Ben can bring these to life with his voices. There is money to be made in the corporate entertainment market, and it's a great way to introduce this technology to the world and not a in a uh, not-so-creepy way. So at this point, so I was selling him, trying to sell him. This guy was probably a multimillionaire. I'm trying to sell him on uh, allowing us to use that technology because we needed it for our purposes, but it would help them create comedy videos to help normalize their technology. You see, I was actually trying to sell him on the idea of helping them normalize this stuff. So I'm actually glad that I never got involved, but you see my, my salesmanship there. I should have been like Trump. I should have called him, hey, listen, here's the deal. We're going to make it great. It's not going to be creepy. So incredible. No one likes creepy. I like creepy. Everybody likes creepy. But no one likes creepy. So great. So great. It's going to be so fantastic. So I got on to say, um, if you can connect us with one of the engineers who might be interested in having a little side business, which will definitely generate cash for them, Ben would be more than happy to work with you on the price on your project. He's excited to be involved, but very busy, which is why he's standing firm on the $20,000 cash if we can't strike a deal on the corporate videos. I would imagine we can make something happen. This is really what we're interested in, and we think we can be a major asset to any of the engineering groups who would be willing to partner with us on this. Ben has a lot of film, TV, radio, audio credits, and so he'd be a great actor to use for demos as well. If we are benefiting by being able to sell corporate videos, Ben would be willing to invest time into making demos for whatever group is willing to work with us. Any ideas on how to make this happen? So I just want you to see I keep pushing him and pushing him and pushing him. And eventually what happens is, let me just see, I I go further with this. And I end up saying, the, you know, Ben, uh, or sorry, Rob, sorry to keep sending over emails. Question for you. Are you more focused on building the AI backbone? See, now I start fishing for information here because I, at this point, I remember now, I was starting to do research on this company and now deciding with Ben if we actually ever wanted to be involved with this because it was starting to be a little bit creepy when I read into Lars Butler. So I say, question for you, are you more focused on building the AI backbone for the facial manipulation coming from this company? So what I'm asking, the AI backbone is what I was calling the mind twin back then which is essentially you uploading your consciousness into the cloud, which then your digital brain, your AI brain, becomes the backbone, the heart, the soul of the digital deepfake face, the digital puppet that we wanted access to. So I'm asking him that. If so, now I understand why you're saying you're working in parallel with the Munich Stanford team. I think they are affiliated with this company, and I I have a link to a video. That would make sense why you can't really make the deal we're asking for is it's not really in line with what you're working on. And so then he goes on, uh, says he'll jump on a call, and he says he's uh, pretty open any time. 
Uh, but in response to your previous email, I don't think Mateus, that who's out of the uh, Max Planck Institute, and his face-to-face team are associated with Visage, but I sent a note to our CEO to double-check. So he's writing to Lars Butler, who we're going to get into and asking him. Long story short, he says, on this is that we're not really focused on that part that you were focused on, the puppet creation, the manipulation, the face-to-face clone, and accompanying audio creation syncing. Yes, we are building that too, and it is definitely a fairly gnarly technical problem, but it's not our end result. What we're working on is analogous to building an F-35 And the puppet stuff is the engine. Sure, the engine is super important, but the engine doesn't fly without the plane and vice versa. The entire AI system, the fighter plane, is the tough part. Let me read that back to you, folks. Again, this is high-level intel from a top bigwig at AI Foundation who is creating the mind-twinning software it will eventually be the, the cloud storage for your AI twin. He says, and I got this out of him, folks. What we're working on is analogous to building an F-35. And the puppet stuff is the engine. That's the deep fake. Sure, the engine is super important, but the engine doesn't fly without the plane and vice versa. The entire AI system, the fighter plane, is the tough part. Think about that, folks. I was able to draw that out of AI Foundation back in 2018, where they admit to building the fighter plane of the artificial intelligence mind twin. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. You're listening to Pain.tv, and I will be right back after this short commercial break. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash Gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. All right, folks, you just got an inside view, inside intelligence directly from a big wig at the AI Foundation, and they are building the Mind Twin software. And so you just got an inside look, an inside look at a negotiation in which they were trying to hire me and my voice actors to work on training their Mind Twin software through a program they called the Mind Quest. The Mind Quest. And so what we are going to do as this this series unfolds on AI Foundation and Lars Butler. And let me just pull this up for the Pain.tv video audience. Uh, yesterday, I briefly walked you through the AI Foundation website to just, to just whet your appetite. And I hope this email chain back from 2018, this inside information, helped whet your appetite for what is to come over the next couple of episodes. And I really want you to understand that this is real. Okay, so on the screen, I have pulled up the team behind AI Foundation. And this is not some goofy little 
CGI company, some video game company, some animation company. This is the real deal. These guys are now working with Peter Thiel of Palantir, working with Palantir, which was started with NQTEL CIA money. And this gentleman here in the center of the screen with the bald head that looks like a Bond villain is Lars Butler, L-A-R-S, last name Butler, B-U-T-T-L-E-R. And you can look him up if you want to, or you can just wait over the next few shows as we cover Lars Butler and AI Foundation and the technologies they're developing in depth. But I want to just show you right here. We're on AIFoundation.com. We're looking at the leadership. Lars Butler, head of Metaverse and Strategy. Head of Metaverse and Strategy. And as we go down here, I'm just flipping through this. I'm not going to mention every person, but I will go through this tomorrow. We will start to go through the players. We had head of AI talent, Rob Mallory. That's who I was communicating with. Let's just look at his bio quickly on the AI Foundation website. Rob Mallory, head of AI talent. Rob has been building elite software teams for nearly 20 years and is AI Foundation's VP of talent. Rob has worked in all facets of the recruiting industry and his focus is always on the people. Great people build great companies. He is excited to help from a team of the finest engineers, researchers, scientists, and product experts while developing and promoting AI Foundation's unique, quote, AI first, end quote, culture. Rob sits on multiple volunteer boards for workforce innovation, future of work, and education initiatives. He graduated with a BS in biology from University of Las Vegas. Mallory is convinced that his team will be the last he will build, and he's looking forward to becoming a high-profile watercolor artist as soon as the robots take over. You see, this is Rob. He's got to be funny, but why would he be doing watercolors when the AI and robots could do it better than him? But uh, that is Rob. That's who I was communicating with. He is on the leadership team. Now, I want to show you quickly a couple other people that sit on this team because it's very, very important. Uh, Let me just show you this. This is the Global AI Council, and on that team is Dr. Matthias uh, Nesnir. He is the one who was working on the deepfake video technology out of the Max Planck Institute. And so now he sits on the Global AI Council. We knew that back from the emails in 2018. Deepak Chopra is involved, a TV celebrity. Uh, Biz Stone, he's a big investor. And we'll get into all of these. But ready? Here we go. Ironnet Cybersecurity, general retired Keith Alexander. Let's look at this. Now, this guy's sitting on the board of AI Foundation, the company focused on building mind twins. The company now working with Palantir, which is a CIA puppet company. Right? So, Keith Alexander, who happens to be a business partner of Lars Butler on other projects, including Ironet Cybersecurity. But let me read this to you. General Keith Alexander is the founder and CEO of IronNet Cybersecurity, Inc. General Alexander was previously the highest-ranked military official of the U.S. Cyber Command, the NSA, and the Central Security Service. 
He holds a BS from the U.S. Military Academy, an MS in Business Administration from Boston University, an MS in Systems Technology Physics, and in National Security Strategy. Why is General Keith Alexander on the Global AI Council? Why is he involved with AI Foundation, a mind-twinning company? that is going to be the software in which Elon Musk, Neuralink, and ships like that upload your consciousness to the cloud. Right? You have to ask yourself these questions. You really do. And so this guy who was the former head of the NSA, Keith Alexander, is involved with this. Now, let's take a look real quick at Lars Butler. Let me introduce you to him. Just quickly, bird's eye view. Lars Butler, head of Metaverse and Strategy. Lars is the creator of Tryon Worlds. And with massively social, dynamic, AI-powered games like Rift and Trove, the most advanced artificial worlds on Earth. So, Lars was involved with video games, a company called Tryon Worlds. Lars is also chairman of Ben's U.S. National Cyber AI and Technology Council. Okay, so this guy's involved with National Cyber AI and Technology Council stuff, video games. He's also involved with Keith Alexander's company. I'm going to show you something that's going to knock your socks off in one second just to give you a little teaser as to where this eventually goes. But this guy who's in charge of mind twinning, who's working with Peter Thiel and Palantir, uh, he earned his Ph.D. optimization in nonlinear dynamic systems at TU Dartmouth, supervised by Paul, uh, by, 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 by MIT, and his MBA at Harvard. Now, let me just see if I can pull up. Okay, I can't pull this up because LinkedIn is stopping me from looking at it because I'm not logged in. But let me just see real quick if it's on Crunchbase. There's a little more information on Lars Butler that I want to give you. Let's see if it's here. He's a chairman at Madison Sandhill, uh, Tryon Network, publisher and developer of entertainment games, helps, uh, helps strategy for Tryon, uh, and he was also president for Global Online and Electric Arts. Um, no, there's some other things he's involved with too, which is not on that bio, but I will pull it up here. It is on the bio of, are you ready for this? IP3. Now, if IP3 at IP3, number three, numerical three, international.com, IP3international.com, does not ring a bell to you, okay? IP3 just came up in the news after the raid at Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. Maria Albanese and Mike Moore got into it a few Fridays ago on the Thomas Paine podcast. Maria and I deeply researched IP3 years ago after my 2018 email conversation with Rob Mallory of the AI Foundation because, because we were looking into Lars Butler 
and his connections to this technocracy, we stumbled upon IP3. And IP3, in short, is a program where we were going to sell U.S. nuclear technology to Saudi Arabia and then move the waste product over to Russia. And Michael Flynn, in his first and only 20 days at the Trump White House, was involved with IP3, which was later investigated in 2019 by the late Elijah Cummings, a congressman, his committee. And now this information is coming back up after the Trump raid being connected to espionage. Not that I believe anyone attacking Trump, not that I believe Trump himself, not that I care about any of that, because I believe it's all a show to distract and probably set Trump back up to run uh, in 2024 as an outsider. But the fact that all of a sudden Lars Butler, this guy behind mind twinning and video games, is what on the board of IP3? He's a director of IP3, which is set out to sell nuclear technology to Saudi Arabia. And when we get into the documents on this later, later, I have to get through AI Foundation before we get into IP3, we will show you communications that were going on showing that Michael Flynn and others were going to get commissions to use their power inside of the White House to sell this nuclear technology in the form of nuclear reactors to Saudi Arabia. Well, on IP3, who does Lars Butler sit on this board with? Keith Alexander, former head of the NSA. The same exact one who was sitting on Lars Butler AI Foundation board. Do you see how this all comes together? And now Lars Butler, there is information about him uh, involved with, oh yes, he was involved with the Carlisle Group. He served as an associate director for leveraged buyouts at the Carlisle Group. And as founding president of Wingcast Europe and Signet, a joint venture, blah, 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 blah. You know, so you can see this guy is involved with a lot of things. And now all of a sudden, he's sitting on the board of this cutesy AI foundation that I'm introducing you to. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you this video really quick. And I'm not going to interrupt, believe it or not. But I want to show you this video before we end the show. Because this is a video that AI Foundation has featured on their website in one of the latest articles. And this is basically the CGI sort of deep fake puppets that utilize deep fake vocal voices, which are the bridge between us real humans and whatever is coming in the future. They always need to skin them, make them look like humans right now to get them to be adopted by us because we go, oh, it just looks like us, sounds like us. It's so cool. They're mimicking us. I want you to see this video. It's really important, and this will set us up for the next episode of the Dust and Gold Standard on AI Foundation and Lars Butler. Let's look right now. Hi, I'm Viola. I'm excited to show you the results of our game-changing research into humanizing AI. Autonomous animation enables digital people like me to take input from the environment and respond in real time. 
And you heard her say humanizing AI, making it look like a human, but humanizing it so it's not creepy and so that you will adopt it. You get it? So that you will adopt the technology. They're normalizing it, humanizing it. We've now significantly enhanced my ability to respond emotionally, give great eye contact, and react to my changing environment. This makes for a truly engaging interaction. I was made in the groundbreaking digital DNA blender and effortlessly launched using our DDNA studio with only a few clicks. My identity and personality were crafted by blending features like skin texture and tone, face shape, eye color, voice, language, and of course, hair. Now, in minutes, anyone can create a unique, high-quality digital person that embodies the soul of a brand. And for those of you in the audio-only version, you really should go on pain.tv slash gold and join for uh, $8.50 a month, get access to the video shows and to the community. It operates just like uh, Facebook and Twitter. And you, you can watch this because... This is uh, mind-blowing stuff. I mean, they have people that look pretty real. The mouths aren't moving yet. You can hear from the voice that it still doesn't have a lot of emotion, but they are moving this stuff forward. It's literally a click and play and literally drag the nose out, open the cheeks, and it's all easy for anyone to manipulate and create something that looks almost exactly like a person and that is getting very close to actually moving like a human being. And they can do it using the most advanced AI, CGI, and autonomous animation technology in the market today. And now we have some cutting-edge new features that my digital friend Sam will tell you about. Thanks, Viola. After years of research, I'm excited to announce new features in Soul Machine's Human OS that unlock the emerging field of humanized AI. Soul machines and humanized AI. See, everything is pulled back. Well, we don't have a soul. Didn't Yuval Harari tell you, you do not have a soul. Humans have no soul. But AI now has a soul. They're the soulmates. They're so cute and cuddly, aren't they? They're going to humanize them. While these technocrats tell you, you do not have a soul, but their little AI puppets do. So welcome to the revolutionary next generation of dynamic content awareness and interaction. We've created an immersive world that elevates content and allows people to focus on what's most important. We've supercharged my awareness of the dynamic content around me. By using gestures and gaze direction, I ensure high caliber messaging gets the attention it deserves. Thanks to years of research we're making the leap from facial gestures to fully embodied gestural performance. I'll be able to use my whole body to communicate from head to toe. And all the while I'm serving brand new cinematic cuts that boost focus and direct attention. Best of all, it happens autonomously, in real time, without writing a single line of code. We're proud of how far we've come and excited to bring technology to life. Now, folks, what you're not seeing if you're on audio only, I'm telling you, it's creepy. It's getting there. This is probably one of the best demos of a CGI-created human being. And they, as they said, are being powered by these uh, sort of AI brain backbones eventually to be a mind twin so they'll be able to make duplicates of you and me. But that specific company 
is actually focused on marketing themselves to the commercial world so that you'll start to see these AI projections being utilized in stores, in commercials. The voices will be heard on the radio. And eventually what's going to happen, like I said, we are engineering ourselves out of existence, just like in my conversation with Rob Mallory on behalf of Ben Campbell. We were willing to negotiate a deal in order to work on that project, knowing what was coming down the pike, that we were eventually going to be uh, erased from doing live events and that we could make money doing these deep fake videos for companies. And Ron Butler, who you know I told you was looking at investing in uh, deep fake audio technology in case he ever gets replaced, or Rob Mallory was making the joke about being replaced and eventually... Uh, doing uh, watercolor paintings. And so now we're looking at this human AI robot deepfake projection that will eventually be used to replace actors. And then with the other technologies they have, uh, which are like these holographic machines, you literally might have a holograph a hologram inside of a mall, inside of a store that looks like a person walking around that could do product demos and humans get replaced. And then eventually it'll work autonomously, meaning there is no human controller behind it anymore. And see, now they want to take your thoughts, your memories, your life, and upload it into their AI cloud so that they can create digital projections of you. That's how they're selling it. You'll see with AI Foundation as we get into it, they are selling it to you and me. That why have to be involved with the mundane tasks of life? Why not just create a mind twin of yourself? Let the mind twin go on Zoom and do your work, do your presentations. You'll see what Deepak Chopra is doing with his mind twin. He has a health app. He's not even on it. The mind twin does it. And then that way you could lay around in your bed and eat cornflakes all day, munch on Rice Krispie treats while your AI slave does all of your work. Yeah, right. If you think that that is what these people want to do for you, they're going to make you live forever. They're going to give you immortality so that you could lay around all day with your brain chip in your head and play mind pong while your AI twin goes out and does all the hard work and the heavy lifting. Folks, They are going to lock you into a lifetime of slavery. They're going to put you in the matrix, and your brain is going to generate energy that they're going to use to power this AI matrix that you are going to live in as a slave, as a prisoner, as an Auschwitz concentration camp slave. Over the top, it says at Auschwitz, work will set you free. Well, you're going to work for them. That little hamster is going to run inside your head, moving that wheel as you power the AI hive mind world with the energy that you are creating. And as you do it, don't worry, you'll get some tokens so you could buy corn pops inside of the metaverse. Folks, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. You are listening to Pain.TV. I will be back tomorrow to tackle Lars Butler and continue to expose AI Foundation and their mind-twin, psychopathic Nazi software. Have a great day. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv.
Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.